we had to think about that for a while. And I think a bunch of people, probably I included, would kind of put up a wall and wonder, why is he asking that question like that? Not sure if I can really trust what my answer will be. So I've heard uh, for some time there is whispering going around about uh, conversations over the possible shared ministry with New Scandinavia Lutheran Church. So here's the story from my eyes. Maybe seven months ago, I don't know, it was summertime, I know, I was approached by the interim pastor there, Pastor Ron Darrell, about the situation at New Scandinavia and how this small congregation has been in need of a pastor for uh, to do the basic pastoral duties. He asked if it was something that I might be interested in and that I should think about it. And I wasn't sure if that was something God was calling me to do. I wasn't sure if it was something that I wanted to do. He suggested that I do pray on it, take a little time, and to connect with the synod office if I had any questions. So I did what I usually do in situations where God seems to be involved. I ignored it. If I ignore it long enough, it'll go away. I don't have to worry about it again. That was my plan, but it didn't work. It's like God and I kept asking each other the same question. What are you looking for? It, probably the Holy Spirit, nagged at me until I started to do more about it. I first called the Synod office and I spoke with Bishop, the Bishop and Pastor Randy. I called a previous pastor uh, that served out there, who went on and on about how she really loved that congregation. I spoke to clergy friends of mine, like, what? What am I supposed to do? And I hoped all of this would just go away. I kept asking myself, asking God, wondering about New Scandinavia, what are you looking for? When I interviewed here back in August of 21, and even before, as I read the paperwork for this congregation, I was aware of a conversation that had started between United and New Scandinavia. If you're not sure where that church is, it is just north of Dallas. They only need a part-time pastor, a very Pastor Ron is very part-time. They've become a very self-sufficient congregation. Is a church, uh, it, you may say, is that the church that you know had the fire? Yes, they are. Though I had somebody there recently say, we're kind of sick of being labeled as the fire church, which people here may understand too, because that label has been stuck on us as well. Most recently, they were in a shared ministry with the Lutheran Church in Dallas. And when uh, the church in Dallas voted to leave the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America, part, what we are part of, New Scandia 
was left without a pastor, a partner to work with, as they specifically stated they weren't intending on leaving. They are, in the words of the Synod, a healthy congregation and a healthy church. I heard whispers. Why would the Synod suggest they work with us? Why can't they find someone else to take them? So if you, under, if you uh, start to understand how these partnerships work, the Synod would never suggest two unhealthy congregations work together. As I'm sure you could imagine, it would not be beneficial for either and most likely would lead to failure for both. Second, the Synod wouldn't want to suggest a healthy congregation team up with an unhealthy congregation, as that too could put a whole lot of strain on the healthy congregation, this idea that they have to fix something that may never be able to be fixed. And this can lead to a disaster, especially for that healthy congregation. The third scenario, is that the Synod suggests two healthy congregations work together. Now, does that guarantee success? Whatever you describe as success? No. But at least it's a healthy start. So why would the Synod suggest they work with us? Because we are seen by the Synod as a healthy congregation. One that isn't in a place of desperation and needs somebody to bail us out. And the truth is, that is the same with New Scandinavia. They don't need somebody to bail them out. Then why is there a conversation if they don't need to be bailed out, right? Is that what you're thinking? What are they looking for? The answer is easy. And may, you may not be aware of this, but there is a shortage of pastors, not just in the ELCA, but all over this country. Churches are having to find ways of working together, knowing that God's mission is the same. I was asked the other day if, if other churches are doing this, <laughs> teaming up and working together as a shared ministry. Absolutely. Maybe you don't see it as much around here, but it is becoming increasingly the norm in rural areas. Though my last church was considered uh, one congregation, I had two very different groups of people gathering for worship in two different locations. I have a good friend who went from having three congregations to four congregations working together. A, a, a couple, a clergy couple that I graduated from seminary with that are up in western North Dakota, they started with seven congregations between the two of them. Wow. And truthfully, they are now down to four because sometimes things don't work out. For now, with decreased attendance and shortage of pastors, for now, the churches are finding themselves coming together because truly, more of God's work can be done with more hands and more feet to do the work. 
Another question that I've heard, why the secrecy? Why isn't anybody talking about what's been said? The truth is, there's not much information because there really hasn't been much conversation. What will the worship times be? How many hours will pastor be at church? What's the financial aspects? How does this affect us, our ministry here? With no idea. That part hasn't happened. That conversation hasn't happened. And honestly, from my viewpoint, it seems like conversation for any of that has stalled. And I don't really see a desire from the people here. Maybe it's because there's no questions or answers. And that's okay. In all of this, what I do want to stress is that this is not about merging. We're not going to be changing some signs out front. You are not losing your identity as United Lutheran. I am called to be pastor at United Lutheran Church only. And I don't see that changing in the near future. If, if, if this shared ministry would actually happen, I would be contracted out by a new Scandinavian to lead in areas that a pastor is actually needed. Baptisms, funerals, holy communion, weddings. Will I occasionally set in on a Bible study? Sure. Will I try and be seen within the community there? Yes, but I'm guessing that's what you want here, too. Also, this idea of a shared ministry is not a permanent thing. This is something that will bring leaders of the churches together on a regular basis. Maybe we start out quarterly, every six months, to see how things are going. And if United doesn't like how this is going, you can choose to pull out. Likewise, if New Scandinavia sees that working this way is too difficult, they can choose to pull out. And if I find it too much, if I am becoming exhausted and overwhelmed, I can ask that this gets, um, that we pull out of this agreement. And if I leave, this was asked too, what happens to the relationship? You decide. Because brothers and sisters, more than anything, this would be a ministry. This would be two bodies of people coming together to do more work together than we could ever do alone. We would be listening and asking, what are you looking for? What is difficult with the Holy Spirit is that not everybody is on the same page. We don't always hear the Spirit the same way. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it never happens. You know that. You know what it's like to live in community. What are you looking for? The Gospel of John, yes, I will go back to that, is full of people looking for something, something more. Written in a time when the temple has been destroyed, it's gone. And people are struggling with how to be a church together. They are searching for God 
and to find some type of purpose. People that saw others around them who had the same questions, same concerns, same desires. They hear John's message and know that there are options to their questions. They hear John's message and they hear of the one who challenges them each to look at what could be. Because what are you looking for leads to possibilities and wonders and things that could have never been considered before. So hear me when I say this message was never uh, meant to be like uh, some type of uh, threat or pressure. I, as your pastor says, this is what you will do. No, this is your church, not my church. I'm just called to be your pastor, first and foremost. The decision to consider this is yours. You have the right to say no, or to say not now, or, yeah, no, not going to happen, or, I don't know, maybe. Whatever it is, it's fine. We need to remember that God has ways of doing things. And if this is really the will of God, God will find another way to do it. God always finds another way. So whether I am in or not, it's not my call. And I have to be careful with that. And I think that is the most important thing to remember. God is working in and through us in ways that we don't imagine. Sometimes when the Holy Spirit calls, we're reluctant. <laughs> yeah, thir- uh, the Holy Spirit was, has been on me, was on me for almost 30 years before I actually opened myself up. And even then, I was scared and I was unsure. And I was still holding tight to my way out. I wasn't sure that God really was calling me to seminary. Must be something more, and if I just ignore it, it will go away. I ignored it as long as I could, until I couldn't ignore it anymore. And then the Holy Spirit called me to people, South Dakota. No, seriously, God called me to South Dakota. I knew nobody there. And I was far away from my family. I was scared and I was unsure. And then God whispered into me God's love and grace. And I began to see it in the place I was at. And then how dear God began to whisper to me again. And though I wasn't sure why, here I am. Again, a place where I didn't know anybody. And I was scared and I was unsure. I don't know what God has planned for United, and maybe this isn't the time for a relationship, or maybe shared ministry is not what you want. Period. That is all for you to decide. But no, it would only work if the people are open to possibilities on this end and on New Scandinavia's possibilities, desires, the drive to be a church and to do God's mission in new ways. 
God continues to encourage us with questions. Like, what are you looking for? God asks us, asks that of ourselves, asks us uh, when it comes to our relationships and even for the church. If your answer to the Scandinavia is no, God will still put that same question on you because God's mission never has been about the comfort of our brick building. So if it's not this, then what are you looking for as a church? There's a reason why Jesus, in return to the question given to him, encourages the people with, come and see. It wasn't an answer. It was an encouragement. Come and see all that God has planned if we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us in whatever way she sees possible.